Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 54. Right, how? <laughs> right, enough, <laughs> enough of that nonsense. I know we've been housebound for over a week, but enough. How are you? How am I? What a question. I'm up. I'm down. I'm. I'm to the left. I'm to the right. I don't know how I am. How are you? I'm all right. Today is what I would call a good day. There have been a mix of good days. So I was just saying to Charlotte that the time since last week feels like an age or as my amazing tweet that I did that popped off said or JLS said every minute's like an hour every hour is like a day <laughs> yeah I didn't get that tweet did you not did you not know the clip of the song no because I, yeah I didn't have the sound on I was like I don't know what's happening however I did like your tweet um the Sandra Sandra D and the Danny Zuko tweet I thought that oh. was much better personally I- I've come into I've come into my own tweet wise, um, but yeah, no, I feel like it's just it's been a funny week. I think that is a universal feeling for all of us. Literally, in three months' time, we'll be like, it's it's been a funny week. <laughs> Have you seen the thing that um, the meme from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is like, what is it? Is it like? Oh, it's been a long month. It's like we've been here a week. Yeah, when when the parents have to go and live with the in-laws, Jack sent me that and that is the best. Actually, to be fair, I'm going to have to start ranking the memes, like my top 10 memes this week. Oh, I wish we could I wish we could visually show you all. Yeah, one that just made me belly laugh, which I really needed, was somebody said that their boss and I had a visual which was what really tipped me over the edge. Um their boss used like a potato filter whilst they were on a I don't know, I assume a Zoom call and she was just sat like this for the whole call and this potato had these like really tiny little lips and quite <laughs> frankly it was hilarious but if you've not got the visual, it's not that funny. No, I, that's why I'm a bit like, oh yeah. Yeah, mm. funny, yeah, lol. Very, very, very good. <laughs> um, but my week has actually been very busy. I mean, I know we can't go out, blah, blah, blah. But as a parent, like Jack and I said, we've been training for this. Like we have been indoors for three years um, and don't go out after 6pm. So for us, we're thrilled with this new social life. I did bingo on Wednesday with Jules and Sarah. Exceptional. If anyone wants to join in this week, I cannot recommend it highly enough. Absolutely fantastic. Head to Jules and Sarah podcast on Instagram and um, Sarah Powell. I feel like we mentioned Sarah Powell every single episode. 
And we were going to mention her more this week. We actually we've had to kind of pull the reins in a bit, haven't we? Next week we will we won't mention Sarah's name, I promise. And Jules von Hepp, um, they have a podcast and they have uh, separate careers in their own right, but together they are a force to be reckoned with. And they did bingo last week, and I was most impressed with the wigs that they had just lying around their house and their outfits. Oh, the wigs were amazing. Like it, it, was, it felt really natural. <laughs> I loved it. I like properly went to town. Like June goes to bed about seven, and I was like, right, Bingo's at eight. I need to really sort this out. Um, and I went into the other room and and had a whale of a time. And then I did the pub quiz with Lucy Sheridan on Friday night, which was amazing on Lucy Sheridan's Instagram page and on her Facebook page and this week was a music special Jack and I got 33 out of a possible 44 oh that's really good I know isn't it this week I think she's doing TV and she has like a little general knowledge bit as well but it's not like you know like where is I don't know a country in the world because I wouldn't do very well but she had a Beatles section and we got five out of five we were thrilled um so that was Wednesday night Friday night and then on Saturday night we had a two-hour zoom call with um our friends our NCT friends and I think for half of it we moaned about our children in a safe space and um actually I don't know what the other we were on there for like two and a half hours to the point where like it was getting a bit awkward like who should hang up because we were all just sat there yawning I do think that's like I've yet to master, which is how to hang up from a Zoom call gracefully or a FaceTime. Got to go. Especially when I was just saying to you, we are in a time where none of us have anything else to do. So it is that kind of thing, especially if it's in the middle of the day. I mean, towards the end of the evenings, or actually, you'd be like, oh, do you know, I think we're tired, I think we're going to go to bed. Whereas if it's during the day, you can't be like, oh, do you know what? There's something else I'd rather be doing now. The time slot is full. <laughs> like, and it's quite, and it's juggling with being polite and doing what you want to do and setting boundaries. Um, have you been on a house party yet? I haven't, but I've, did you hear all of the drama? Oh, what drama? Oh, well, but there is drama. Okay. Oh, wow. So last night I got a few texts from friends saying delete house party because it's been hacked and there is a data breach. So I didn't download it in the first place because I am a nan and I haven't got around to it yet. But then today house party have done a tweet basically saying, hang on, let me read it word for word for maximum impact. Um, But they put on their official account, we are investigating indicate indications that the recent hacking rumours were spread by a paid commercial smear campaign to harm House Party. We are offering an a million dollar bounty for the first individual to provide proof of such a campaign to bounty at houseparty.com. Because so many people were like, delete it, delete it. And I didn't have it in the first place. And some people were like, yeah, I've been hacked. And I, I don't know my left from right with things like this. So I was just like, oh, gosh. But, yeah. I wish it, you could see my face right now. Yeah, so, I mean, I've just been on Zoom. Um, well, I've... I thought Zoom and house party were the same thing. And I was like, oh, everyone just calm down with this house party. Like, just use Zoom. What's wrong with you? But on Saturday, what made me download house party? I don't know. Boredom, probably. And... um and when I went on House Party, I was like, if Liv Purvis, if there was ever an app for Liv Purvis, it was House Party. Oh, well, maybe I should have downloaded it. Yeah, because but... you get games on there. Where, like, you're not getting games on Zoom. You are getting a stronger connectivity on Zoom, actually, because we tried to use um, House Party on desktop. Do not rate that. You have to use it on your phone. Um, but you can play Heads Up. You can play... 
um, charades, you can play guac and chips, which is like a PG version of Cards for Humanity, according to my sister-in-law, and another game. Oh, maybe I'll wait till this this thing blows over and then download it then. No, I, I really want to break your house party, Cherry. Oh, okay. Cause you know, I've, have you played the game Psych? Oh, well, th- is this the other app you told me to download? Yeah, it's like a game. So like if you're on Zoom, you can play Psych on your phone. It's kind of similar to, um, it's by it's by Ellen, like the same kind of heads up thing. So it's got that same kind of vibe, but it's really fun. Hang on, hang on, backtrack. Ellen invented heads up? I think so. I'm sure. It's from like, because at the beginning you have like, Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. I forgot about that bit. I don't know if that's actually true, but you are right that Ellen... uh, Ellen. Hang on, heads up, Ellen. I'm so... Um, Oh, yeah, Ellen, it is Ellen's game. I never kind of questioned why she was telling us how to use it. I mean, she probably does do a lot of things. It's just some more SponCon for her. Yeah, I was like, I wonder how much they paid Ellen. Oh, no. Well, yeah, she does Psych as well. And it is really good. App's a little glitchy at times. But, um, I mean, I've not got an app, so who am I to say? But it is really good. What would our app be? Oh, my God. We we were trying to think of something to do, weren't we, during an Instagram live. (laughs) And we had... Higher or lower, play your cards right. Yeah, so I have the really big cards. I still want to do this because I have the big cards. Like, Hang you- on, I didn't realise you actually had them. I thought that was like a, a no, lie. No, no, no. I went to Tiger one day, your uh, Flying Tiger as it's now called, and bought them for June. This was probably like a year ago. So I have the big cards. So I was thinking I could like clear out my mantelpiece and we could play higher or lower on that. But Jack said, I mean, <laughs> is this fun for anybody else? I don't and, know. And also, I mean, like, like, I can't... Like, I always have to be the host. To be fair, I am watching some pretty dull lives and enjoying them at the moment, so... <laughs> Is anybody I, literally doing a live of paint drying? I mean, I... Oh, actually, I did. I did one of my paint drying on my plate when I tried to repair my plate. <laughs> it's so, been done. Yes, <laughs> yes I, I will take that one. <laughs> I've just had an idea of how I can do higher or lower on Instagram Live. Oh, my God. Should we keep it to ourselves? Okay, fine. Watch with bated breath and more will be revealed. We are actually, we did actually come up with something um, after karaoke got rejected. um, (laughs) Charades got rejected. The the genuine enthusiasm you had for karaoke. And I said, I cannot believe you are willing to sing on Instagram live. I was impressed. We sing on the podcast all the time. But not seriously. Well, is, I wasn't going to say seriously. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyway, t- tell everyone what we're going to do, Liv. We, tonight, oh, it'll, it'll be last night by the time yeah, this goes so, up. So if it goes well, we'll do another. We're going to do a live Great British Bake Off watch-along teletalk. We, well, I hope we're going to do a second one. Yeah, I don't see why not. Maybe it, maybe it won't be to Bake Off, but we'll definitely do another one. Oh, I think it should always be to bake off. Maybe we should discuss this off the air. Oh, God, there's going to be a live tiff. Um, (laughs) So the week after this one, we've got Caroline Quinton, Joel Domit, don't know who that is. 
Oh, so if there is, oh, so there is, there is more left. I just thought in case it runs out. Oh yeah, it's only episode three. Hang on, we're recording this on a Tuesday. This is going to be released on a Wednesday. So last night's was only episode three. Oh, okay. So how many are there? Like more than four. Okay. Oh, that's fine then. So we'll say it. Um, Tuesday. Hang on. Now I need to know the date. Now and um. Tuesday, the 7th of April, 8pm GMT, you're going to need Channel 4, a cup of tea and a biscuit. Um, and you can watch along to the Great British Bake Off Stand Up to Cancer with Liv and I on Instagram Live. Or a slice of cake or a bit of banana bread because everyone has banana bread, don't they? There's been a lot of shade for banana bread online I've seen. I haven't... So I've got one banana going mouldy, but June keeps eating them at a rate of knots. I'm like, love, I need to make a banana bread. Can you stop it? I I just think people are being quite judgmental when they shouldn't be. (laughs) People are being so judgy. People are like, oh, I just hate how many Instagram lives there are. You don't have to watch them. I know, just scroll across, keep going. Just walk on by. I know, I just think all the more lives for me, all the more intimate experiences I'm getting with favourite people. Thanks very much. Exactly, people are slagging lives off and banana bread. (gasps) I I feel attacked. I feel very attacked, but they're not my people. It's fine. Not for me. Um, I also this week wrote down a list of crafts that I could start. Ooh, how's the list looking? So, so far I've got beaded floral necklaces. I went into the garage and found all my bead supplies. God, wow, what garage is it? That's not a BP, surely. <laughs> no, like my garage garage. Like I have a garage. Uh, oh, babes! I know, I, I live in the Midlands. There's loads of room up here. Okay. <laughs> I've got a front and back garden. Oh, okay. All right. All right, oh, sorry, sorry. Sounds like you're it's starting to become a gloat, Charlotte. <laughs> sorry. So I went into my garage not the bp garage and got out my bead supplies so i'm gonna try and make some beaded necklaces oh you're gonna sell them uh, well if i do sell them i'll be selling them at like 300 pounds each to help pay my rent thanks (laughs) and i also found in there some tie-dye stuff um so i called my dad up because my mum's still doing my washing plaster because our washing machine's still broken so we leave our laundry basket of dirty washing outside the gates. Oh my God. Anyone that's walking past that are going to go, is this person just leaving their washing out and expecting it to be taken? <laughs> Anybody. And like, and so then when they do the food shop, like we coordinate it. So, you know, they're not doing excess trips. And then a few days later, we get a clean one dropped off. That is wonderful. <laughs> I know. But my point is, so I called my mum and dad up because... Jack wouldn't let me tie-dye one of his T-shirts because... Because <laughs> they're all black? Oh, no, they're white, aren't they? He does have black, blue, grey and white now. Ooh, I think he's got a green one, actually. That's quite the portfolio. Um, And I don't have a white T-shirt, so I said, oh, Dad, can, have you got any old white T-shirts that I can tie-dye? <laughs> but it was like, please, no. Um, But he did, after, you know, grumbling a little bit, when the clean washing was dropped off, two T-shirts were just sat on top ready for me to tie-dye that's so lovely so beaded necklaces tie-dyeing um i thought about making some napkins okay that's that's reasonable um paint my nails but i need to get my gel off first um and then i thought about collating everyone's birthdays and what 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 do you mean by that well i don't have all my friends birthdays because i was going to start doing you know correspondence because i've got stamps at the ready Oh, okay. That's a nice thing to do. Um, And that's my hobby list so far. 
That's really, do you know, I feel like by the end of this quarantine, you're going to look like you do normally at the end of summer. <laughs> you're going to look like early September, Charlotte. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> has been to Florida. I think it might be like really exaggerated. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow has been on an acid trip. Yeah, that's what it's going to look like. Yeah, maybe I should, I don't know, step back on the tie-dye. Yeah, I mean, pace yourself with it. I, I think it could be nice, but I also think nothing hurt a bit of, you know, just, you know, take your time with it. <laughs> um, I also, um, and baking is on there, obviously. So I've baked the Anna Edit cookies, which are in the freezer, um, and we bake them one at a time. Oh, how are they? Because I've not made them yet. Oh, my God. Right, I think the key to it is, like, the recipe, but I think the key to it is keeping them in the freezer. Yeah, I've got some in the freezer from Violet, which are really nice. And, I, yeah, it makes such a difference if they're frozen. Yeah, I think then you get that real, like, Ben's cookie middle, oh. which is always striving for. And then when I went to the supermarket at the weekend, I have the ingredients for Rosie Burkitt's rhubarb and white chocolate blondies, so I'm just trying to hold out on those. Oh, my God. I've seen another one. I think it's, um, is it Gemma Cupcake? Um who is London based she's got one which is inspired by the Levain Levan bakery in New York which are really good cookies so um I'll keep you posted on that as well yeah let me know what hobbies have you got going on do you know I've I bought some watercolors and I've been very much enjoying that I couldn't believe your skill oh do you know I haven't I haven't done it in ages and I think it takes it takes quite a lot of time to relax into something like that because I feel like I'm such a perfectionist and I'm not someone that can just be really free and like, oh, I'm just going to do some squig- like some quick sketches. I'm really like, it has to be perfect. Otherwise, it's going in the bin. Um, but I put on um, Disney Plus, which I will talk about shortly. And I just really enjoyed just drawing and painting because I used to do it all the time, but just doing it without being graded or without necessarily having to show anyone. Although, obviously, I did put it on Instagram because I, <laughs> I am showed only the human. world. Yeah, I'm only human. Um, but I was quite worried because I shared it and I thought, oh, I hope people don't think I think I'm really good at it. I just did it because it's like it's so therapeutic. Um, and it's been really nice seeing everyone kind of like pull out of old hobbies that they used to feel really passionately about and actually have time to do those things. I loved it. I think you could maybe make a new fringe of it cover. You could paint us. Oh, I don't know. One thing at a time. I have really enjoyed as well scrapbooking and just cutting up old magazines. I love a bit of scrapbooking, but I started doing it with June and then she just started ripping stuff up. Oh, God. Not like that, June. <laughs> Stop it, June. Wrong. And I got the paints out. So, well, June wanted to get the paints out. And I was like, right, this is the opportunity to like paint a rainbow that everyone's been doing and put them in the windows. Oh. Anyway... I let June do painting and I did the rainbow and didn't let anyone near it. <laughs> I was like, no. June wanted to use my water and I was like, no. You're like, you wish sunshine. <laughs> but it was, but again, like you were saying, it was really therapeutic because we like have the primary colours and we don't have anything else. We've got, right. Um, let me try and remember them, red, blue and yellow. And then I asked Jack to get some white out of the garage, just like some wall paint. And then just like remembering like how to mix colours and then like trying to get the right shades for, you know, my perfect rainbow. But I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's honestly so like pleasurable. And you can kind of do it without putting too much thought into it as well. Like, I mean, I, I naturally do take things quite seriously. And I'm going to, over the coming weeks, I'm definitely going to learn how to relax into it a bit more, I think. 
or I hope. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to do things like that, but equally not put too much pressure that every day has to be really productive. Yeah, definitely. Um, just looping back, Sarah Tasker wrote a really nice tweet that I'm going to read out. Um, and she says, right or wrong, the shortage of baking ingredients and reports of folks driving to walk in natural beauty spots are evidence for something I've long, long suspected. We'd all be living a much healthier life if only capitalism and work left us the time and energy to allow for it. Oh, it's so true. And um, yeah, like she says, you know, I'm not here to discuss people panic buying or, you know, going to natural beauty spots in, in their droves. But I just thought, You've got a point there, Sarah Tasker. It's it is very true. Like that's the thing. Like, say as much as you like about people all making banana bread, but if it's meaning people are being more mindful about waste and cooking and home baking, then surely that's only a good thing. I just feel so much appreciation for like the small things and and like saving things. Like for example, like I know. Um, people say like you shouldn't call things treats in terms of food but like I've we we made the cookies at the weekend and like I'm waiting till the weekend to cook the blondies like it just seems like I don't know just a real way of like differentiating time as well yes like you know and everyone can like do whatever they want at any time but like that's how we're doing it and then like I just keep really thinking about oh do I want to do that now or shall I save it for later or I don't know I'm kind of really enjoying that kind of like reconnecting with with hobbies and and just savoring things really I think is what I'm trying to say yeah no I've been trying to do like say not save things but like save yeah like I was like no I'm not going to paint during the week because it won't feel not like a treat but I think because I know I have work to do I didn't want every day to be a day where I could be like oh I'll just I'll just merge everything. Every day can be a fun Netflix day and kind of be like, no, at the weekend, I'll put a nice film on, I'll paint all day, I'll make a lovely lunch. Obviously, I make a lovely, a lovely lunch every day. But just so it gives me a bit of structure because I think it's so easy to lose that, especially at the moment. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm very interested to see how we come out of this. And I think Russell Brand's done some really interesting videos on on lessons learned. Obviously, we would much rather this this wasn't happening. But I do think there are going to be some positive things to come out of this. Oh, completely. And I do. I also think it's such an enormous privilege to use this time as reflection and a time to learn lessons instead of a time to obviously suffer and be poorly, because obviously a lot of people are as well. So I think I'm trying to see it like that and think, wow, I'm really fortunate that I've got this time to use it in this way and not in like, do you know what I mean? I mean, touch wood, obviously. But yeah, I think I and. I think I've seen this on a few different people's kind of Twitter and Instagram just saying like it's a real privilege to to be safe at home not stuck at yeah. home it means like firstly you have a roof over your head you have space to to walk around obviously I'm extremely privileged that you know I was bragging about my front and back garden um earlier but you know that's a luxury that a lot of people don't have and I think I just think there's a lot of things to be grateful and a lot of gratitude to kind of reflect upon. Oh, of course there is. And I think that's the thing. And it's like, even I was talking to my mum about this because she's very much like never, ever complains about every, anything, <laughs> never complains about everything. But um, I'm, she's like, oh, no, no, but I know I'm really lucky. I know people have it worse. And I said, yeah, but things are still relative. You're still allowed to feel like this is rubbish and you're upset and you're finding it difficult. But the fact you can acknowledge that as well is really good 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just keeping a time check because we've been waffling on for 23 minutes and we've not even got to Teletalk. Oh my God, right, let's crack on with Teletalk. Right, I am going to start because I have found out Figgy Pudding Lady's name. Oh my God, pray tell. It's Rachel Syme and I am so sorry. Turns out Rachel has like 75,000 Twitter followers, so I hope, hope she's not coming after us. Oh my god, she's more than just figgy pudding lady. Yeah, she's so many. much more than figgy pudding lady. So I'm going to put, um, obviously, a link in the show notes to her Twitter profile. Um, and just to give you a bit of context, she writes to the New Yorker. Um, yeah, you know, she's a big deal. We're just like, she's the lady who says Paddington's like a figgy pudding film. Um, it just was like one of those things where I... Um, I just had to find out because on the fringe of Instagram, if you're not following Instagram, I was going to say Instagram.com forward slash, but nobody actually does it that way. But we're just fringe of it because somebody has the fringe of it. Um, And we did a figgy pudding, um, got everyone to write in the comments their figgy pudding films. And I was like, I have to credit the source of this in the caption. So I found a um, Rachel. She's a Rachel EL, just in case anybody's interested in how she spells Rachel. Oh, thanks for that. No worries. What have you been watching? Well, Joe got Disney Plus, um, which as as you probably see, everyone has got it at the moment, or a lot of people have. Um, and he got it not because of the range of incredible Disney films, because of The Simpsons. Um, Joe is a diehard Simpsons fan. Is he? Interesting. Oh, enormously. Like, you give a quote, he'll tell you the episode, he'll, he'll go in. He will go in. Um, Maybe so, Joe should have his own Instagram live. Honestly, don't don't encourage him. Um, so we've The Simpsons has been on, but I've taken this opportunity to really revisit some favourite Disney films. Um, I wish I could say something more inspiring for this week's telly talk, but alas, I cannot. Um, so I started last weekend, and I started with Freaky Friday because after our discussion, um, it made me realise how much. I love it and I rewatched it and it's it's so much cheesier than I remember. A lot this has happened a lot this weekend with the films I've been watching. I'm like I did not remember it being so cheesy. Um incredible soundtrack as I mentioned last week. And then when I was painting on Saturday I watched The Parent Trap. Oh, that's which such is just, a good film. That's a that's another figgy pudding film, especially the London scenes, like the house and like the like the rain and the taxi and oh so watch that. Then I watched Princess Diaries 1 and 2. <gasps> Super gels. Um, actually, I'm thrilled that you're telling me all this because we have Disney Plus um, and we so far have watched Toy Story 2 and Frozen. Oh, honestly, I was watching, yeah. So the Prince, I've never seen the Princess Diaries 2, but I've never seen, seen it before. No, so I watched that for the first time, what which I love. Great. So happy. I really loved it. Sad um, Michael wasn't in it. Is that's not, is that his name? Uh, yeah, mm, like Lily, cur- Lily's brother. The one with the floppy curtains. Oh, the gorgeous Michael Princess Diaries. Hang on, let me just check. I look like the guy with floppy curtains at the moment with my fringe. Yeah, it's Michael Moskowitz. Yeah, it is Michael. No, no, that's Josh. That's Josh. Oh, that's Brian. Josh. All right, it's been years. I need to. Uh, if June would only let me watch Disney Plus. Oh my God. So yeah, I was sad that Michael wasn't in it because they were like at the end at the beginning she's like oh he went to tour with his band and i'm like that is so disappointing and you let him go <laughs> oh did you learn nothing mia i love uh, plot points like that oh oh him yeah no he he just he isn't here anymore 
I know. It was just like, sorry, is, is that is that? Why? But he's back from tour now, surely. Um, so I was a bit gutted about that. One thing I did realise while watching all these Disney films was the, the ages of people. So obviously in Princess Diaries, Mia Anne Hathaway is meant to be fifteen, um, which which is ridiculous. But when I was watching the Parent Trap, one thing I did realise was that Meredith Blake, the woman who Annie and Hallie's dad is marrying, is twenty six. 26 yeah i feel like i need a refresher like i but she but apparently the actress who plays her was actually only 27 so i was like she was just genuinely but i thought she was like older not that she looks like she looks amazing but i just i i'm 26 and i do not look like that um also i find this about friends like i'm yes. older than the whole of the friends cast now but there's something about it i just can't you see more adult them, yeah they're just like actual grown-ups but i think it, it's maybe cemented in my mind that i watched it when i was much younger so even now i i watch it and i'm older than the whole cast is supposed to be and, and to be fair i think at the time like they played their relative ages so it wasn't like wildly inaccurate yeah inaccurate thank you that's my vocabulary is not working today but yeah even now we looked at some like we looked at we watched some episodes the other day it was a friend's kind of day that's how bad it had got um and i was like they're like supposed to be 23 and i still think they look about like 36 no honestly that's how that's what i thought with meredith blake i was like but she's like really adult and i just i don't know my mind was blown i've watched one more film should I say? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just, I didn't know whether I, I didn't know whether it was, now was a good time. Um, <laughs> Telly talk's always a good time, babes. <laughs> so last night I was having one of those days, just, you know, we've spoken about them, just a wobbly day. And Joe was like, let's watch a Disney film. He was like, it has to be a cartoon because we, like, he started watching, um, is it the Mandalor- Mandalorian? Mand- I keep calling it like the Mandalorian. Yeah. The Mandolin. I can't get it right. I think it sounds like a hotel. Mandalorian. Um, yeah, something Star Warsy. And Joe was like, look, I'm not watching it properly. Let's watch something else. And I was like, can we watch Lilo and Stitch? Because that is one of my favourite feel-good films. Like the soundtrack, Elvis, like Lilo. She is just hilarious. And, oh, it's just, it's, it's always good. If I can recommend something this week, it's Lilo and Stitch. I am on it. I am going to watch that this week. Thank you. Actually, to be fair, people are getting a bit cross that I've not watched Freaky Friday, but I didn't know where to find it. On but, on Disney Plus? Well, I know now that I have access to it, so we might even have to do a live one day to that because <gasps> people, are in, that. people are invested. I would love that. And also we watched Coco as well. Oh, yes. I, mm, I didn't. Mm, how did I feel about Coco? I think we went to the cinema to see that. I put it in my top five Disney films, I think. What? Oh, absolutely. It's just such a... I, I, I really, really cry when I watch it. It's so lovely. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe next week we can rank our five, top five favourite Disney films. Can you do it now? Because I, I think I need to sit I down. Think, I think I need more time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely not a problem. We will do that next week. What have you been watching? I have been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. We finished the series. Oh. Um, Have you finished series 10? Is that the newest one? Yeah. No, I haven't finished it yet. Of course she hasn't. <laughs> of course I, I. But I've done quite a lot of Disney watching, though, so I have got the capacity to watch things with speed. Um, yeah, no, it's true. You've just got to be into it. But um, Jack even said to me, he's like, do you, 
do you want to like slow down and I was like he's like once this is over like it, there's no more and I was like just keep putting curb on so we finished it and oh my god good I didn't know what I was going for then. <laughs> uh, goodness or oh God. Um, oh my goodness. Um, if you want to laugh, continue watching Curb. Like Larry just gets more ridiculous. And then John Hamm ap- appears out of nowhere. And everyone keeps referring to John Hamm as his full name, which is just kept cracking me up. And then he's like doing some research. So he shadows Larry. And then John Hamm turns into like Larry's basically shadow. Um, and then at one point, Susie's like throws Larry out of her house for... A, a reason that you'll you'll see and then she's like and you too larry david jr and that just tipped me over the edge for some reason like, i'm gonna have to like finish watching this so i can really join in with these references yeah it was it was so so good so we watched that um life of madam cj walker i mentioned that i'd started um, and actually put it on pause because Jack and I were watching separate things and it was really getting annoying so he saw like half of episode one yesterday and, and we've agreed to watch it together so hopefully we'll be able to plow on through and finish that Ooh. and then last night um we watched Superbob which is on Prime um and that is Brett Goldstein I don't know if you listen to films be buried with the podcast um, no it, I don't it's one of his films and um so it's about Super Bob, who is a superhero, and basically he lives in Peckham and he got these superpowers. So now he goes off saving the world, but he always has Tuesdays off. Um, oh. And I want to say the trailer was more promising than the film. Like, I did enjoy the film, but I felt like it could have been funnier. I don't know. Ooh. I just we we both kind of felt the same. Like it was it was good and it was like light, it was a light film. Um and it's set in London and it's got Catherine Tate in as well. Um and, and there was a few laughs here and there, but I didn't I didn't love it, but I would recommend it as a light watch. I feel like the laugh bar is very high. Mm, I would say the laugh bar for this. I don't know. I'd I'd say if we're going for like, like Mark Kermode's like eight laugh minimum, I would say we reached that. Right. But so it wasn't terrible, but equally room for improvement. Yeah, I've laughed harder at some memes this week for sure. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that <laughs> there is are not some, a compliment. <laughs> I know, but there are some exceptional memes out there at the moment. People are really delivering the goods with with the memey content. <laughs> memes as me the memes the memes um and that's all i've watched i mean that we i think we've done all right <laughs> basically just just get disney plus honestly like i, I initially i was a bit like oh surely i can just find the disney films i want to watch elsewhere i don't need to like get another thing but those even seeing like the old lindsay lohan and anne hathaway content i'm happy it was worth it yeah, well, because what we do is we buy DVDs secondhand on eBay so that we can, like, take them anywhere for June. Um, but, yeah, even at, at first I was like, I don't need it, I don't need it, but I need it. I think, do you know what, just for the Princess Diaries on, like, they're all films up there with Paddington that I could just pop on at any given time. I am obsessed with the Princess Diaries. I'm definitely, <laughs> like, I keep saying I'm definitely going to watch this. I'm definitely going to do that. Like, I'm probably not going to watch all of these films this week. I mean, I I managed it, and you know that I work at like 
two miles an hour with television. I know, but the, I have a small human and she's very dominating when it comes to the telly. Like, <laughs> you know, she's, as I say, Toy Story 2, Frozen, or Toy Story 4, we go between those two. And then there's a lot of Peppa Pig, a lot of Bing and Odd Bods. Right. <laughs> Whoever introduced my daughter to Odd Bods, I hate you. Yeah, that's not that's not um, a language I'm familiar with, unfortunately. Yeah, it's really, really bizarre. Um, but yeah, I'll see. I'll see how... Um, we keep trying to introduce her to new films and she's like, nah. Well, you, you managed it before with Toy Story, so you'll manage it again. Yeah, she just like gets her claws into something and you've got to like really seek out your opportunity to introduce her to something new. Like, um, I, think... I know no one else like that. <laughs> I know, I don't know where she gets it from. Before we move on to this week's topic, we've got a bit of post in the fringe of it post bag. Ooh. We were supposed to do this earlier, but we forgot. Yeah, we've we've really, we had one job. We had one job, we did it wrong, so we're going to shoehorn it in now. So we have an email. Liv, I think you're going to read the email and I'm going to read the Facebook message. The email we have is from Hillary. Hi, Hillary. Hillary says... Hi, I agreed with all of your movie picks, except a couple I haven't seen. But here are my suggestions. Childhood film would be Harriet the Spy, which came out in 1996. What can I say about this movie? It's just a classic. Coming of age film would be Girls Just Want to Have Fun with 1985. Ooh, this sounds great. Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt as teenagers. SJP wants to enter a dance contest, but her dad won't let her. There's not a lot to it, but it's awesome. Really great dance sequences, 80s fashion and teen romance, which is really all you can ask for in a coming-of-age film. Spot on. I'm going to have to watch that, actually. I can't decide if I've seen it or not, and I don't think I have. It sounds like a film you'd remember. I can't remember anything. You know what? I'm like fish for brains. (laughs) Um, Film I've watched the most. I know this was Charlotte's answer, but I also have to say almost famous, 2000. Maybe I don't need to say that years no Um, i think you do i'm enjoying it i've watched it over a hundred times at least one winter break in high school my younger sister and i watched it every night for two weeks that is commitment i'm impressed yeah we've got hillary one you're one of us one of the same um favorite musical teen witch came out in 1989 this movie is just so fun and 80s and there's not much to say about it beyond that but it's definitely worth a watch and finally, film I think everyone should watch is Hey Babe, a 1983. A preteen Yasmin Bleeth plays a punky orphan living in Brooklyn who desperately wants to be a star. She meets and befriends an old man who used to work in show business but is now an alcoholic squatting in a theatre and he takes her under his wing. It sounds kind of odd, and it is, but it's also fun and heartwarming and sad and a little dark. You'll be really rooting with both of them. Also, her outfits are amazing, early 80s disco punk, and there are some great songs too. Wow! How have I never heard of Hey Babe? I would just like to say how great Hillary is at notes and research. Like, why didn't we think to put the brackets of the year next to the film? Honestly, and like, just so concise. I feel like we could have done the whole episode in that speed. No, it was never going to happen. I, know. I, don't, I don't even know what to say to defend ourselves. Um, so we also <laughs> had a Facebook message from Lexi Mayhew. And she said that she'd just listened to episode 53 and loved it with a heart emoji. Um, I didn't think anyone else remembered the coming of age film now and then apart from me and my sister. I need to find it to do a watch along with her so I can reminisce and sing Sugar Sugar. Like kind of smiley, cute 
emoji face. Here are my films. Childhood film is definitely the secret lot. <laughs> the secret larder sorry the secret <laughs> garden um which is the that, same that as secret, the secret larder sounds like a film i'd like to watch um and also splash with daryl hannah as the mermaid and tom hanks we used to beg our nana to get it from the video shop every saturday when we stayed with hers that and oh. benji oh that's I'm, so lovely i'm gonna stop describing the emojis now but i just i just want you to know there's a lot of emojis and i'm very grateful for them coming of age film is now and then and also clueless and also my so-called life with claire danes as angela chase and jared leto as jordan catalano sign mm. which was a tv series but so brilliant and relatable i do remember that do you remember my so-called life I remember it, but I haven't seen it. I don't think I have, actually. I think I'm getting confused with something else. Anyway, not the time for that. Let me carry on. Film I've watched the most is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Never Gets Old, and the musical, she loves the musical, Um, but Lexi has gone for Singing in the Rain. It's an obvious choice. Oh, um, yeah. But she also loved a thoroughly modern Millie too. heart emoji. My love of Julie Andrews knows no bounds. A film that... Lexi thinks everyone should watch without a question when Harry met Sally my all-time favorite film ever heart emoji I'm really due a watch of that yeah I just think all those films sleepless in Seattle you've got mail Ugh, honestly if you want to email us you can email us at the fringe of it at gmail.com and we blink and love a bit of post we love it we we love it um right on to this week's topic <laughs> we got there we got there we're only 40 minutes in if anyone's still with us um we are going to talk about our changing attitudes to working out hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I would just like to say, obviously, in this section, we will be talking a tiny bit about weight loss and body image and all those kind of things. So we just wanted to put a trigger warning on if anybody feels that that subject's not for them. Do switch off now. I am so excited about this week's topic because I feel like we've had so many brilliant um, kind of contributions from listeners and we've both got so many. I don't know. I find, I find this I find it really inspiring. I was a bit nervous about this week's topic um until we put it out there and we got the most brilliant responses from listeners um i don't know why i was nervous i think it was more kind of everyone's working out making banana bread and going on zoom and i was like 
I, I just felt attacked again. I think that's what it was. But it's a, it's something we've wanted to talk about for a while. And, and even now, it, it just seems even even more timely. I think because it's something that we've definitely both like personally had conversations about. And it's something that I think especially now exercise is something that's kind of in the forefront of so many conversations because we're all at home so much but I think how you approach it is almost as important as the act of doing it and I think we've both had journeys and experiences which is like without sorry we both had journeys and experiences where our perspective has changed enormously and I think that's so important when getting into exercise as well I absolutely agree. I think when I was younger, because I think that's like for me where I kind of go back to, I used to do exercise without even thinking. Like I used to dance six days a week. Um, I absolutely loved moving. And then I think probably like most people in secondary school, it just became a bit of a drag. It just became something I didn't enjoy. Like I'm not naturally athletic. I'm <laughs> hard to believe unless I'm in tap shoes and there were those awful lessons of PE where you were doing cross country in like December and your gym knickers and your thighs were oh like oh my god on oh, the bleep test do you remember that oh my god you've just brought it back I think I'd buried that memory I'm literally oh. back on the back on the pitch outside our school what was oh. that about I, I felt like every time I did it, I, I'd be like dramatically like, I'm going to cover up blood. I'm going to cover up blood. It's, it's going to happen. Like, it just, I had no capacity for it whatsoever. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It just wasn't something that I enjoyed in secondary school. And I'd probably say it's taken me 15 to 20 years to, to get back into a more positive place with it. Like something I actively want to do and carve time out for honestly and I think there was a period almost when I was a teenager where I thought that I think there was a period I think from between secondary school and now there's a weird period where I used to think and I know a few of our listeners agree with this that exercise was something you did to lose weight and oh, that was that was what it was absolutely and um, I'm just thinking about secondary school actually I was on the hockey team and I did make a girl cry once Oh, what, did you hit her? <laughs> Accidentally. I just said that in a really gloating way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got a flashback. Um, oh, I, I know, but I wasn't I wasn't the type of person to make someone cry, but I think I was a bit aggressive with my hockey stick. Um, anyway, <laughs> but then there was a point in my early 20s where exercise was just for weight loss. It was a yeah. punishment. Um, that bloody Gillian McKeith with her shred. Was it Gillian McKeith or Gillian Michaels? Oh, Gillian McKeith's it's the other one that likes to look at poo, which... <laughs> Problematic in a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gillian Michaels. Um, is that her name? I can't remember the exact name of her DVD, but it's like... Is it... Li oh, no, not Lean In 15, that's Joe Wicks. Yeah. Um, no, no, it's like 30 Day Shred. That's it. That's Awful. it. Yeah, Gillian Michaels. Yeah, absolutely hated it. I remember doing it in... Um, with my old housemate and we'd do it all the time and then we'd be on the scales we'd be measuring yeah. ourselves we'd absolutely hate it as well absolutely hate it and I think that's where my relationship with fitness or exercise changed because I remember really disliking it but feeling like it was a duty like I had to do it like it was the right thing to do and even with like going to the gym, it's like, oh, it wasn't a pleasurable thing, but it was like, oh, you go to the gym because that's, I think even with P in school, though the messaging is, you know, typically positive, it's very much like you do it twice a week. You don't necessarily want to do it, but you have to do it. 
I feel like with PE in schools, they never really explained like the psychological benefits of of working out. And I think, yeah, I hope it's so different now. Um, like nobody ever said, like, take a minute for how you feel now. And then take a minute for how you feel after exercise and like compare the difference. Like yeah. that was never taken into account. It was just like, get out there, be faster, be better. Like, why are you not as good as these people? Um, whereas now through like various kind of things that people that I follow on Instagram, the workouts that I do, it's very much about like feeling like taking into account how you feel before exercise and how you feel after exercise. And that, like comparing those two feelings and I, you know, spoiler alert, I always feel much better after exercise mentally, not even, it's not even about the physical thing. It's about the mental thing. You know, that's where it kind of has taken me 30 years to figure that out almost. Completely. And I do think one of the things that I will say is it is really, really something that you have to learn for yourself and it's awful. And it's one of those things like when someone says, oh, if you got eight hours sleep every night, you'd feel a lot better. And you're like, yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, I know that. And it's the same with exercise. And people are like, you feel better after doing it. You'll never regret a workout. And I think it is something that once you kind of, you have to go on your own journey with it, as ridiculous or woo-woo as that sounds, because I feel like even before the wedding, and I hate to admit this, I did feel pressure to exercise more and go to the gym and do all of those things. And I was doing it because I thought that's what I had to do and you have to like tone up or look your best or whatever that means and I think this year I've done it for myself as a like a self like a self-care like an escape and something I really like doing and I've gone more than I've I've exercised more than I've ever done yeah yeah and that's literally because I'm doing it for my health and because I'm grateful for the body I have and not the body I should have and that has that's come with time and no matter how many people would tell me that I've had to do it from a place of I I need this time for myself I'm going to do it by moving my body in a way that feels good to me without any external pressures and anyone can tell you that but it's really something that I think you have to almost practice it in a way that makes you feel comfortable. And I think I was doing things I'd see on Instagram or DVDs that I'd watch that I'd be like, that's what exercise is. And it's learning that you can move your body in a numerous amount of ways to make yourself feel good. And that doesn't have to be any one way. Yeah, I think what you're saying about like when you used to see things like I used to see like before and afters um and so I just used to kind of be like well I've been working out for so long and I don't look like that whereas now like I don't have scales I haven't had them for three years and in fact we um when we went to France a few weeks ago I had to message a friend who brought the scales round um so we could measure our suit like weigh our suitcases because we were flying with Ryanair and I was not going to be like and like overweight at all um on the on the baggage allowance and it I didn't even want to jump on the scales and and this is a very personal thing but for me like getting rid of the scales um unfollowing anybody that does like before and afters um funnily enough I was looking through my favorites on my web browser the other day and I realized how many recipes I had favorited that were from a place where I used to restrict food and I used to exercise um Mm. there was all these like different ways of eating like I don't do that anymore um 
even like screenshots I used to find on my phone of like people's before and afters and ages when I was doing a big old phone clear out I found a couple of like before pictures that I'd taken and I really wanted to just give that that me a cuddle and be like what on earth are you doing because it's so ridiculous and it's so unhealthy and you will never ever feel better after exercise with that perspective Absolutely. I've definitely got some before shots um, from years ago. I mean, I I don't really know where they are now, but I know that I've taken them. Whereas now when I exercise, I don't really look in the mirror. I literally just get dressed, go work out, stop working out, probably take a sweaty selfie because of the workout that I do. We kind of encourage each other by putting sweaty selfies in the group. Um, But, you know, I'm not doing any of that other stuff. Like I'm literally like, how do I feel go and do a workout like I I have structure with it so I tend to do a workout Monday Wednesday and Friday and then I like to on a Tuesday and a Thursday go for a walk um yeah like just to get my body moving it's not even like I don't even call it exercise I'm just like move that body like just move it because you will feel better yeah just like even sometimes I use it as an excuse to like listen to music like for example if I've not been sounds so lame if I've not been on the train or a long bus journey like especially now it's getting outside to be able to listen to a playlist that I love and move at the same time and get a bit of fresh air and that 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 counts oh absolutely and I think like earlier I was in a bit of a bad mood had a cry went out for a walk for an hour came back a new person and I do that a lot just set my alarm and um, normally on a weekday I only do it for half an hour because I don't have much you know in our old lives and um, didn't have as much time whereas now I'll do it for an hour and um, and it's such an act of self-care like I talk about this parenting yourself thing um you know self-care can seem so indulgent but I always say it's almost like just being a nice parent to yourself um and and like you say, you do have to go on your own journey and it's really about saying you deserve those endorphins, like you deserve to feel that good. And it is, it can be a real journey to kind of unpick that stuff and, and look at how much you love yourself and respect yourself to to get your body moving. Do you think it's about getting to a place where you're like, I want to do it and there's no pressure and it's purely for pleasure. And sometimes it does mean, like even this morning, I really didn't want to get up and I was like look try go downstairs pop on Joe Wicks give it a go and if you still don't feel great that's fine and some mornings you won't even want to do that and that's also fine but I think it's knowing that you will typically feel better after doing any kind of movement. Yeah totally agree Um, I've got two uh, I'm having to like list my my replies because there's so much I want to say to what you said but I think first of all we all know that I just love talking about my period cycle but I think acknowledging where you are on that cycle like day 15 I can do hit workout after hit workout after hit workout whereas like day 37 because you know they're long they're long old cycles it may be that I just want to go for a walk for an hour I don't want to do a jumpy about workout like I'm just not in the mood um and I work out with a girl called Gemma with a J and she runs something on Instagram and Facebook called Gems Health Hub and she started it I think about two years ago and she did it all for her mental health she just knew that every time she worked out she felt better but she just couldn't 
couldn't get into a routine with it and she was like come on like I know it makes me feel good why aren't I doing it so that's um, so sorry to interrupt no, no, but no. that's so much part of it as well like knowing it makes you feel good but literally not being able to get into a routine with it at the same time yeah so she started I think um she's I say I think she's got a few like qualifications and you know she knows what she's talking about she but she's still like knew that exercise released endorphins like scientifically proven to make you feel better but she was like why can't I do it um, and she like so many people just knew that it's because you need to have a routine with it so she set up this thing called Gems Health Hub and what it is you log in you log in you go onto Facebook she does a live every Monday Wednesday and Friday and she does kettlebells as an additional one if you want to on a Thursday um, and then she also encourages everybody to do like lists which is like low intensity workout um on the weekend but what we all do is post like sweaty selfies of ourselves um and you can do it at half six live or you can do it not at half six i don't do it at half six it's way too early but again in the morning in the morning it's it's kind of designed mostly i say designed but like a lot of mums are in there so a lot of people are already up and about but i still can't do half six but you know it's just about like fostering a community and just knowing that other people don't you know other people are doing it as well and what she always says is just like be really aware of your body that day like how are you feeling you're feeling like 50 percent are you feeling 100 percent? and just take that into account when you're actually moving your body like you don't need to punish yourself because you're not feeling great that day like you know you can move and kind of take into account that you just might not be moving as much as you would another day and that's totally fine Oh, completely. I think that's it. And it's like not beating yourself up about it and knowing that it doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to make you feel like exhausted. It's just, it's how you, what makes you feel good. It's like with anything, isn't it? It's the kind of like, it's what music you choose to listen to that makes you feel good. And for one person that might be ABBA and another person that might be like the weekend. Like it's just knowing what makes you, what does it for you? And speaking of what does it for you, um, we've had some amazing contributions from Fringe of It listeners um, about what does it for them and their fitness journeys. So let's have a listen. As I've got older, exercise has definitely become something which is entirely for me. I work on my own terms. I set my own goals. And in my own time, I can make slow improvements and changes to how I move my body and I find it super empowering to know that I'm the person driving those changes no one else and no one else is keeping check so I definitely used to see exercise as a means to an end because I was constantly trying to lose weight and be thin and sort of fit into that ideal of beauty but these days I've been able to change my mindset and for me it's really just about my mental health I exercise because it makes me feel good and um yeah it's just it's just about taking care of my mind, really. I used to hate exercise, but now I literally can't not do it because it just helps my mental health so much. Um, and I think it's because even if the day is like I have a really rubbish, shitty day and everything goes wrong, I can be like, well, at least I did that half an hour or that hour hit session in the morning. And I feel like I've really achieved something that day, which makes me feel better. Thank you to Catherine, Janae and Julia for their wonderful contributions. We were listening and we were nodding along and I almost felt a bit emotional as well, actually. Um, but we've also got a few more. So let's listen to those two. Hello, the Friends of It listeners. Moving my body is so incredibly important to both my mental 
and physical health. But as somebody living with multiple disabilities and chronic illnesses, working out was something that I used to dread. Now I see it as a way to celebrate my body and to be grateful for everything that I have overcome. My personal trainer, um, who's also my friend, <laughs> shared a quote with me recently that said, exercise because you love your body, not because you hate it. And this is really how I've began to develop a positive relationship to exercise and made it something that I enjoy because it's all about how it makes me feel mentally. And if any improvements do happen to my body, that's just a plus. But I do think it's a sustainable or enjoyable thing to do if it's all about appearance. My relationship with exercise always used to be problematic, to say the least, because having had an eating disorder, exercise was always a way to like counteract food and I would eat and then exercise would follow as a way of like removing the guilt from the food. Whereas now I exercise because of the clarity that it gives me mentally and how it makes me feel. And I'm just really grateful to have reached that point. And that there was Sienna, Alice and Charlotte. And I think Sienna's was so poignant because, again, that's something that kind of changed it for me as well. You know, it is a privilege to work out. And Sienna talks about her disabilities and her chronic illness and, and how that plays a part in exercise and, and working out. But And so I think it's it was great to hear from a different viewpoint there. Um, so thank you so much for sharing. And one more thing, community sourced, is so many of you got in touch to tell us your favourite classes. So we've got a bit of a roundup of people to follow on Instagram, YouTube, YouTubers, <laughs> sound like such a noun. Tubeubers. <laughs> yeah, and um, apps that you can download to get you moving. Yeah, one thing I've been doing a lot this week, especially, is lots of Instagram lives. Um, and they have been such a tonic because I've actually been doing workouts in places that I probably wouldn't actually go in real life because I'd be too intimidated um so I've got some great Instagram lives as well to add to your schedule if you so fancy it so the first one is cycle um they have a whole range of different at home things they're all free they're all live every single day um, and they stay for 24 hours as well. So they have things like bar classes, they do yoga, they do HIIT. Um, they're about 30 to 45 minutes long. Um, and I just love the fact you can see who else is taking part. Um, obviously, being an Instagram Live, you can see how many other people there are, which is so, so nice. So I've been doing that. There's also the Danielle Pisa method. There's Thorby Yoga, um, which is for you yogis. And there's also also, sorry, Soulshine underscore retreats. Um, and that is Joe's wonderful cousin, Sula, who does some really lovely kind of more meditative yoga exercises, which is so beautiful. Um, frame London. I think that's, is it move, move your frame, sorry. Also doing some amazing online classes, including an 80s aerobics one, um, which it sounds amazing. Anything to be like fonder. <laughs> there is also Sit Down AJ, who is a pineapple dance studio instructor and off the rails studio um, for other kind of more dance inspired workouts. And then there is also Like a Girl underscore underscore fitness and Physiotone. So there's some really, really amazing lives going on. Um, and Co-Box as well. I think that's more boxing based, but um, lots of amazing at home workouts that you can do either with everyone else, which can be quite motivating if you're struggling, um, but also solo, so you can do it in your own time as well. 
yeah, I think you've really got to find what works for you. Like there's no point forcing it. Some people love a group class, which obviously I know is quite difficult at the moment, um, whereas other people just love doing it solo. So um, yeah, it's all about finding what works for you. We've got some more suggestions. So yoga with Adrienne was the most suggested um, one on YouTube. I know she does like 30 day challenge. I personally I do like yoga but I am hyper mobile so I do struggle with it that's why uh, Pilates is is much better for me but I know so many people love doing that there's always um there's also fight master which was recommended I don't know what that is maybe some wrestling um um it's not it's I, I did I did check all these before I put them on uh, fitness marshal and of course Joe Wicks who is doing PE every weekday um, which is amazing sorry that's almost aggressive <laughs> Liv rates it it's so fun. It's so good. And he's starting to include music as well, which I'm very fond of. Oh, I'm excited. I might do it actually because we did. Um, so I normally do like my Gems Health Hub workouts. And then June, we've been trying to kind of like get her to understand like the difference between a weekday and a weekend because obviously like she's not a nursery and there's not that much structure. So she has been doing cosmic yoga and they oh. it's so cute. I, you might like this, Liv. Um, and they do a frozen yoga. So she tells <gasps> a story of frozen while she does like yoga. Stop it. That is absolutely amazing. It's so cute. And June, like, you know, you kind of, oh, sorry. You kind of forget that, I don't know when when they get to the toddler stage like they're still they need to to kind of be exposed to it a lot so like the first day she was like mm, not really into this and the next day she was like can we do frozen yoga and then like each day she likes it a little bit more so I'm hoping by like the end of this she'll be like full on into it because it's so cute oh my god that is amazing um and then the other apps that were recommended were the sweat app Fit on app and then fit with two eyes, body jam, which is dancing, and of course, Liv and I's favourite couch to 5k. Oh, yeah, that I, I cried the first time I did that because Joe Wiley was so motivating in my ear, I literally couldn't cope. I have Michael Johnson and I love him, I love him so much. <laughs> it's just hearing someone go, You've got this, you're doing really well, and it just, oh. It was no, oh, it was amazing. No one's ever cheered me on doing sport, so it felt I, really special. I think if you want to get moving and you know you want these endorphins, you're like, I want some endorphins. They sound great. I think Couch to Five K is a really good gateway. Get like literally get your bum off the couch, um, because I think as well with like the culture that we've been brought up in, you know, there's a lot of shame and and, and diet culture and all that. You almost, I don't know, you can self-sabotage in a way that you're like, I just don't want to get moving, like, or I just feel so self-conscious, or I I don't know where to start. Like, I think Couch to 5K is a really good app for lovely, encouraging motivation to, to get literally one foot in front of the other. Completely. And you can, like, play it with your music on um, and just kind of, even if you do it really slowly walking around, it's nice because, yeah, you can just have whatever you'd be doing on in the background, like a podcast, and it just does not interfere, which is so lovely. Are you um, are you a pod- podcast jogger? It depends. It depends. If I've got like, do you know what I found that when I was doing it, when I had like a busy week, I'd have a lot of time to listen to music on the train. So I'd listen to a podcast when I was running. But I think it just depends what kind of day I've had and what mood I'm in. Yeah. I, it, it, it really depends. I like to run to disco. Oh, I, I, I 
think that's a great I, I could get my words out then I was so excited I I oh I can't do it again wow Liv I think that is a great idea <laughs> I would like some more disco songs so in general I would like some more workout songs because that's what's always like not the only thing that put me off working out before but I remember and I think I always talk like tell people this but I had this spin instructor in Medway in Chatham and um she oh was it Gillingham there's literally like a very fine line between I think it was in Chatham anyway really irrelevant to the story um and my spin instructor was the most encouraging person you've ever met she was like you've done so well for getting here like well done you pat yourselves on the back and then the music was incredible like there was a lot of 70s a lot of 80s and then she used to end the spin class with chain by Fleetwood Mac oh. so you'd be like there's nothing worse than bad exercise music oh it's the worst like there's so much bad exercise music out there that's the only thing I'll say about Cycle, because as much as I like them, some of the music is a bit bumpy. Yeah, I think we should start, and I'm sure you can do this, but you can, like, do a collective Spotify list. Am I <gasps> right? We should absolutely do that. A good, the fringe of it, workout Spotify playlist. I will have to go to Spotify's, like, frequently asked questions to figure out how to do that, but we will get that up and running. Trust us, we will get there. <laughs> um, thank you so much for everybody that contributed to this week's episode. Um, I'm really enjoying the format of the podcast at the moment. Like I said to Liv, I feel like, obviously, I wish this wasn't happening, but this, it's really helping us. It, as you said, it's the wind beneath our wings. <laughs> Not sure if that was quite the right um, context for that statement, but <laughs> I think it is. Um, please stay in touch. We really love hearing from you. There's so many ways to keep in touch now. Let me list them off. Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. We're on Instagram at fringe of it which is where we'll be doing our watch along live. So do keep an eye out. Um, we're also on Twitter as The Fringe of It. And you can also email us thefringeofit at gmail.com. Did I did I get them all? Did I do it? I mean, you're asking the wrong person, really, because I, you know you know just as much as I do. But that sounded perfect, Charlotte. Thank you for that. Um, and we'd also love it if you could tell a friend about The Fringe of It and rate and review us as well, because it'll help other people find us. Last week, we ranked... In the iTunes charts at 254. Yes! So, you know, if we could move on up those charts, it would really... We'd just really enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, we don't need that validation, but, you know, we wouldn't mind it either. When the email came in, I literally was like, oh, get, um, get us. We're moving on up now. <laughs> and that's it from us. We'll, we'll be in your ears at the same time-ish next week. Yeah, ish. It's always ish now, isn't it? <laughs> near enough around yeah, on, this time on a wednesday at some point at some point in time oh thank you so much for listening and being the absolute best have a wonderful week and take care of yourselves mm-hmm.